Hello, everybody, and you know, I have not said that in so long. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast, Serving While Being Served. I am your host with the most, Nurse Monroe. I have absolutely, positively oodles and noodles and a thousands of pieces miss you guys. So just a quick um, little background story. I had been feeling very under-motivated. Um, 2020 has been 2020. That's all I'm going to say. But the topic that we're going to be covering today on my Welcome Back, my first podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm so excited. I miss you guys so much. Um, The topic that we're going to be covering today is one that I felt needed to be covered. And the topic at hand is 2020, the year of the unwanted but much needed hard stop. So, how y'all doing? <laughs> I hope y'all doing good. Um, peace and blessings to you all, and I'm so grateful that you came back to join me. Um, I am excited to be returning to the podcast world. I have been talking to all of my family. If you are not following me, you can be following me and join the fam. We love each other over here at the gang gang. Nurse underscore Monroe um, on Instagram. My fam has, um, you know, I've been doing my little intermediate lives and just voicing that I have been feeling a little bit under motivated and that I needed everybody to send me prayers that I will return back to the podcast world and God put it on my spirit for me to come back and I'm back, boo. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back and I'm back to talk about this year. So set my phone down there. That's what you heard. This has been, um, this was a hard stop. It was, it was. Uh, a hard stop that we really didn't see coming. Um, I will tell you this from the nursing scope of it all. You know, we knew what was transpiring around this time last year. If you wanted to know what today, you know, I love telling telling you guys the date and the time so we can you can see where I'm at. It's November the 17th and it is 1045 Eastern Standard Time. I'm here in my office at my new home. We're going to talk about that later <laughs> with my new man. <laughs> but anywho, so it was a hard stop that was very I'm I wish it didn't have to be the way or started or developed from what it did but around this time last year flu season was running rampant and we were confused and not knowing what was going on in the hospital we were dealing with the flu but we were also probably dealing with um COVID as well and did not know I think it had been here and many of us had been affected and sick and did not know so you know it came around um we had an immediate shutdown in the United States all of my other babies across the pond and all around the world, you guys got probably shut down a little earlier before we did, but we had an immediate shutdown. I was on my way to L.A. Um, I was currently working on the first inventory for Surf Couture. Um, just throw it in there if you are not following. I am the owner and CEO of Surf Couture. We are a luxury ladies brand. We got all the fly pieces. So make sure you're following us, Surf Couture underscore. Um, and I had worked my butt off to get my inventory. I also was dealing with... Um, a semi kind of a, I won't say like too much, like a Ike and Tina abusive relationship, but we were just, we weren't in a good place and we hadn't been in a good place. And, um, you know, at that time I was soul searching and I had already kind of made up in my mind that I was going to transition out of the relationship. Um, I had put all my focus in the serve couture. Um, I was in the best shape of my entire life because I was super stressed. 
Um, and I was putting all my prayers and all my eggs in a basket and stepping and leaping out on faith on something that I had been thinking about. And God has spoke to me about multiple damn times. And I just kind of like was like, oh, too many people doing it. That's another thing. Don't you ever let too many people doing it stop you. You know, I, I know that it was stopping me because I wasn't ready, but I really wish that that wasn't the reason why it held me back for so many years to start serve. So I was taking a leap out on faith. Um, I was looking fine as hell. I was a good 160, you know, okay. Um, and I was, you know, undeveloping from my engagement and realizing I was going to be leaving my relationship and we were shut down. So, um, I was out of, um, we different parts of the United States have been shut down while I was at the airport and I still made the choice and decision because I'm a tourist and I roll in a ride that I was going to go to LA and still shop and get everything and meet my vendors that I had been speaking with for months in advance for my lunch that was going to take place, um, mid April, right before my birthday in May. So, um, snap, boom, crack, um, everything gets shut the hell down. I'm in LA. There is nothing open. We don't know what's going on. Has the zombie apocalypse started? We don't have PPE. People are dying. Stuff is closed. You can't get any more restaurant food. I can't get my hair, my nails done. What the hell is going on? We are now officially in quarantine. We are quarantined now. I'm eating three meals a day. Remember, I was just a bad bitch five minutes ago, and now I'm eating three meals a damn day. So I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I am ending a relationship, I am moving out on my complete own, leaving a, probably a full furnished house behind because God told me to move, and I moved. And um, the hard stop for my life began. The cue, the cue, the cue, the the awesome, the wonderful part about this hard stop is that it really was a hard stop that if we really did not have, a lot of us would have been in positions not so favorable at the current time. And I say that because um, it made us sit back and really truly realize what life was all about. It made us found, figure out our value. I figure my value out a lot bit more and that value is now pushing me to be a super entrepreneur and I don't think I would have had that before. I understood what, what life was all about. Um, it was a very depressing year for my fellow nurses. Um, you know, I had been kind of working on and off, but I left the bedside completely after this, after this situation, because it was us being undervalued. It was so many people who have been working on their knuckles and their backs being undervalued and now labeled as essential workers. And, you know, the essential worker shit is cute. We like that, but it's, it's much cuter when it comes with a coin. And when you're getting and you're getting out and you're leaving and things are changing daily, you don't know how the, the disease or the virus is getting transmitted. You know, people are dropping, you know, people are unable to be with their loved ones while they are transitioning. It's shit is getting rough and you want me to show up and be happy, put all this PPE on, y'all don't know what's going on and scream at my patients doing mass for 12 hours a day, all for a small fee, unacceptable. So that, that truly brought a lot of value to um, a lot of us, we realized that we could be replaced so quickly, but when you built your own, you cannot be replaced from what you're building. I used to always hear from my mother and I still remember her saying, you know, go get credentials, get your degrees because they can never take that from you. But what else they can never take from you is your own hard grind work, sacrifice you building and, and, and making it happen for you and yours. This was the you and yours time. The you and yours time when you realize that you had to ride a damn die for you and yours, because when it really came down to it, 
Um, if you did not, you could ultimately ultimately end up, you know, in such a bad position and replaced. That that's really what it was. You were you you realized how replaceable you were. Um, we also realized how, you know, we were undervalued as a culture. The work culture was so undervalued. There were so many people who were working for barely nothing. And now, you know, with unemployment and everything coming out, people are having more money from unemployment that they actually were making working. And that was a very sad point for me. Um, you know, I think us going through everyday life, we didn't really realize truly, you know, how many people were being so devalued and not paid and treated correctly, you know, because things just kind of flow. We had got, we had became a culture where things had just kind of flow. You never thought about or looked at the small things. You don't think about, you know, the person that works at the grocery store that's packing, you know, all your fresh vegetables into a container and getting paid barely none, doesn't have any health insurance, aren't able to take care of their sick mother or father. You don't think about those things. But once we were slowed down, once the heart stopped began, we started to truly look and realize that we was raggedy as hell. I had that moment. I, you know, I felt like, you know, how selfish I had been so many times, you know, I'm blessed to be able to, to be privileged to live a certain lifestyle. And it really made me that I work for. Let's, let's put that on the floor, boo. I work for it, poo. But, you know, I'm privileged to and blessed and God has favored me to live this, to, to be able to live this lifestyle and, you know, have these things materialistic or not that make and then and then have the means and the money to make my life a lot easier. But sometimes on means and that money that we have to make our life easier is really making someone else's life much harder. And and it's not giving them the quote unquote American dream or it's not making America great again or whatever, you know, Orangey said or what all him his all his gangs love to say you know it really truly was modern day slavery in some shape or form because people were not getting paid what they weigh and I have an issue with that you know um I'm I'm coming into my entrepreneurship I've been giving free game away for so many years so now I'm kind of to a point where I'm like you know you got to pay me baby (laughs) you're gonna have to go ahead and hand that money on over because it's not even about you paying me for you know the simple fact of me coming it's paying me for the simple fact I don't did this for 12 years and I'm gonna come and I'm gonna do it in an hour and a half I'm gonna do it correctly and I'm not gonna get on your nerves or kill nobody else while I'm doing it so you pay me for my skill base and I really think that we have degraded so many um you know jobs and careers and putting such less less value to them because you know oh he's just cleaning fruit or oh he's just mopping this up or oh he's just bagging this you know but then when this raggediness happening now we want to call people essential workers, but you don't want to give them no essential pay. So that was an issue for me. You know, that was that was a, a big hard stop. Some internal things on myself was realizing that, um, you know, I can't control the uncontrollables. It was it was a growing moment for me in faith. This should have been a growing moment for you in faith because we had no damn idea what was happening the next day, minute, second. You know, every day was kind of like, is today going to be the day that the world go in or tomorrow should I eat that you know it was one of those moments constantly ongoingly so you know I mean it was it was definitely it was a doozy that's pretty much all I can say but it was a doozy that we needed I think a lot of us as parents needed to slow down and really truly understand you know that we were putting so much and providing a lifestyle for our children and and doing better and having better than we had that we really weren't truly there 
um, it made you appreciate teachers a lot more because these teachers, baby, these teachers, I had to sing that, honey. You, you got to serenade for that. Bless your heart and your hand and your arms and everything else because watching my friends currently now um, with uh, us going back into lockdown as of tomorrow here in Michigan, we will be going into like a level one lockdown, which will eventually lead to a full blown one um, because sad to say numbers are out of control again. But watching a, a parent have to monitor their child, you know, doing learning online, virtual learning, trying to balance working at home, you know, it's also kind of pushed us into this unrealistic this vortex to where we're supposed to be able to do so much more but it's really gonna push a lot of us into appreciating those teachers you know those times we're so quick to snap and get a little mad when our kids act directly maybe they picking on my baby maybe it ain't little pookie maybe little pookie ain't cussing the teacher out this really makes you realize and sit back and be like you know what boo they not paying you enough either because this is something different. So, you know, it it gave us that time with our children. But this is also going to be a time where our children are never going to forget. Um, you know, I feel like every every 10 to 15 years, you know, every every decade or so, there's something very monumental and tragic that pushes that those adolescents, the adolescents couldn't even get it out. Those younger children, it... It, it pushes them into this little, like, semi-little vortex that they'll never forget. For me, it was 9-11. So I was in the ninth grade when 9-11 happened. So I will never forget how, where I was, my mother coming to pick me up from school, you know, the planes hitting the tower. So this is their moment right now. They're never going to forget this. So it's, it's, it's amazing that, you know... I can actually go to the high school local to me and go work out and there's no children there. It still throws me off. So as a parent, I can only imagine you really having to truly explain this to your child, you know, and let them know, you know, you are safe, continuously giving them that reinsurance, continuously telling them they have to be safe. They have to, you know, wear a mask. They have to sanitize. So it was a good hard stop because it opened up communication in that era, but it was kind of a, a weird one because now the, these kids will never forget this. And I feel like it's two different ways that this can go. They can either remember it and grow up and try to do as much as they can to keep it from happening again and, and grow from it. Or it could be a tragic moment for them and they can, you know, think about how their parents lost their jobs or how they weren't able to go back to school or how they didn't have a prom. So it's 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 just so much that came out of this. But I like to look at the positive of it and it brought parents a little bit more closer to reality with the teachers. It, it, it exchanged roles. Um it also kind of brought some reality to these higher ups and these corporate jobs too, because now you working your raggedy tail from home too. And now you got Bobby and Timmy running up on you every five minutes, asking you questions. You know, the nanny used to do this. The nanny can't come right now because it's COVID. She got to stay at home with her kids. You know, it, it was just a reality check for a lot of people because I think people, like I said, we were, we was just going along with it. You know, we were kind of just flowing with it. And, and, and last but not least, me as a strong, beautiful black woman, um, it brought a hard stop and it actually let us realize that y'all racist as hell. <laughs> you got to laugh to cry, for real. I don't think that, 
I think, you know, I've dealt with racism on so many different levels, particularly in the healthcare field. And that's the area where it just, it, it needs a lot of work. But for years, we have been watching police brutality. Um, I remember so vaguely and speaking to my fiance now, so vaguely telling him, you know, we will watch it. It will be on, you know, the internet. We'll see it for a couple of days and then it will just kind of fade away. So this was actually the hard stop where people was like, damn, they really be whooping their ass. Like, is they supposed to be doing that? Is they supposed to do that? It was so many aha moments. It was so many like, so you just going to kill this black man on national TV. But they've been killing us on national TV. It, it, it's been happening. Um, there's so many reference points. There's so many sad, depressing, embarrassing, disgusting reference points that I could go on and on about. But it brought reality to, I think, a generation that knew it has to change, but just didn't know if they were able to do it or didn't want to speak up. It divided families. There are families who the elders are very racist and believe this and that about, you know, minorities and African-Americans. And there's this younger generation is coming up and they're like, no, I like flowers, gay people. Um, you know, I like to hang out with African-American people. Like, I don't see anything wrong with them. I don't believe that they should be enslaved. I believe all rights should be equal and it's dividing families. And it actually somewhat divided our country and our president for, you know, the past, the, 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 the four years was, was egging it on. So we are now hard stopped. We now have nothing to do but be at home. And we have more time to sit back and really look and watch this happen and watch it play out over and over again. So we needed this. Um, you know, my mom told me the other day that, you know, God did this because if he did not do this, we would not have heard what he had been trying to say for so long. So many times God has given you a hard stop. He has stopped you. Um, and you, you just didn't know why you looked at it as, as, oh my God, he's blocking my plans or it didn't work this way. Or you're looking at it in a negative, but you don't understand that hard stop. So many positivity, so much greatness, so much favor, so much grace, so much mercy came out of it. So the hard stop that we needed, we lost people in, but you have to think about how many hard stops you've had that have came from loss but that have given you so much more new life. And that's how I've been looking at it. Um, this has been a roller coaster ride. A lot of prayers that I um, put out and um, constantly prayed over and spoke over came to fruition really fast. But it, it took me hard stopping in my life and really listening and stepping out on faith and pushing forward and living truly fearlessly at the highest level that I can can because that I can because truly that's what it is you you want to live at the highest level of fearlessly but now you want to keep a mask on when you do the shit (laughs) so do do your thing baby but have a mask on and and wash your hands see what I'm saying it go it go hand in hand but but on a more serious note 
You know, you want to step out on faith. You want to do great things. And if you did not take anything from this time, you you had to step out on faith in some shape or form. If it wasn't being an essential worker, if it wasn't homeschooling your children, if it wasn't communicating and dealing with a relationship that was toxic and needed to end, if it wasn't, you know, understanding your worth and realizing, dang, you know, I should be getting paid more for this or I should be taking this skill somewhere else and doing something else with it. It was so much greatness that came out of this. You know, I am saddened to think of all the lives that were changed and the sad points, um, you know, burying family members, having limited people at funerals, you know, several stories and even personal stories. Nurses I know told me of people transitioning and not being able to be with their family. You know, those were really, really bad points. And I pray every day that those families have peace and they have some understanding. But you also have to look in, at yourself and understand that you are still here. So the reason that you're here is, is something. It's something going on, girl. Boy, it's something. It's a reason. It's a rationale. So you got to just keep moving forward. You know, um, just whenever you have a time, um, because we got two more months left, so who knows what's going to happen. You have to think about all the hard stops that happened and all the great things that came from the hard stops and stay in a place of gracefulness and gratitude. <laughs> Gracefulness, gratitude is what we keep on a regular basis, even when um, things are looking a little hairy because they kind of are. Yeah, so tomorrow we are going back into lockdown here in Michigan. Um, I, my personal opinion is that they need to transition it back to the, all the way lockdown. And my rationale for that is because of death. Um, you know, no matter what you feel about the disease, if it's a hoax, if you've experienced it head on, if you've heard someone that had it, if you've even had it and been asymptomatic, there are still people who are catching it and are leaving this earth from it and leaving devastated family members alone, empty spaces at Thanksgiving tables. And, you know, we just have to think about that. So, you know, on a more unselfish note, I wanted to be shut down just so more you know, more people can be at home and less people can be in hospitals and suffering. And you have to understand the nurses and doctors are completely burnt out from the first wave. So now we're bringing another wave about. So it's just going to be a doozy. So, you know, we need another hard stop. We need a hard stop this time so that we do not keep experiencing loss and death. And that's really where I'm at with that. You know, life is crazy. Um, you know, so many times I have been afraid, uh, to do things and then I do them and I encounter a hard stop and I've always felt like it's been some type of punishment. But every time I look back at those hard stops, it was protecting me, um, from some damn foolishness. And I'm telling you, I can look back and be like, Lord, I almost died off that when I like it. He did that. He saved me. So, you know, you got to look at that. Look at those hard stops. Listen to your gut. Listen to your gut feelings. If you didn't learn your intuition and your gut feelings and your faith and just listening to, you know, everything going on around you, when things don't fight, feel right, figure them out, fix them. You know, this is the year of figuring out, fixing them. If you don't, if you want better, go get better. You know, you just have to look at it like that because there is a reason and a rationale why you are still here today. And you, you don't want to look back and be like, well, you know, I made it through a whole damn pandemic and still came out a damn fool. <laughs> I still came out a fool. You don't want to look at it like that. You want to look at this as a, um, aha moment. This was a, on a personal note. This was 
absolutely the best hard stop I've ever had in my entire life. It changed my life on a whole nother level. Um, I am growing every day. I can see, you know, things that God has promised me a little bit more closer, a little more vividly. I can touch them. I can feel them. I can see myself working towards it. And, you know, I have new love, a new life, a new family. And those things are things I pray for. And I pray for those things for you as well. You know, it may come off a little raggedy because it is, but, you know, there's something in it. There's some good in it. You have to look at everything, the good at everything. You know, even when, you know, I am investing in my business and I've I've suffered several losses, you know, I am planning on doing more podcasts, talking a little bit more about my brand and building um, my online boutique and just staying authentic to myself. And I, you know, I had to, I've had to rebrand constantly because I get so sidetracked and I want to jump in other people's lanes or I want to do it this way. And I'm not being obedient and I'm not listening to what my clear purpose and path is. Because if you have been following my brand for long enough, you know, and you understand that in order for us to get to where we're needing to go, we have to understand we got to get there so somebody else can get there. Someone else has to see you get there. You know, you you serve while you're being served, while you're learning and growing. You are pulling and pushing and grabbing and growing and putting all of that back into somebody else. You know, you're pushing somebody else to be great and get to where they need to go. You know, so many women are going to and so many men are going to do great things because they're watching you do great things. They may watch you make it through a pandemic. You know, even the little ones are watching. So that's kind of how you have to look at it and be very transparent when you're speaking to other people. We need to start talking about our hard stops. We need to start talking about foolishness a little bit more. Stop with the fake of the phone. You know, I don't I have gotten rid of friends because I have not felt comfortable enough to speak to them about shit that's going on. Like I got to like hide it like, girl, yeah, you know, they delivered another Maserati yesterday, girl, two, to another two, but you know, everything is so ridiculous and just lies. You know, I like to go out to lunch and get a lemon drop martini sometimes and just because God's still working on me and sit there and just, you know, just, just lay it out on the table. Like, this is how I felt. This is how this person made me feel. And you, you need to understand that, you know, people are human. And I feel like if we didn't get that from this time, we definitely should have, you know, um, the election with our new president elect, woo, when he won, um, the celebration that took, took place that day, it was just, it just, it just warmed my heart because it were so many different people dancing and hugging and smiling. And it had been such a long time, you know, for us to just see that. So many different cultures and nationalities joined at the hips and just celebrating a victory. We needed to see that because we had been seeing so much foolishness, you know, so many different angles, you know, dealing with this and the president acting a fool. And we needed that moment, you know, and God knew we did. And that's why he granted us that victory, because we needed to be reconnected. And I will say this before I leave, this generation that is getting ready to flourish and grow is going to be completely different than the generations before because they are growing into change. They are witnessing it happen and they are understanding that it is possible and it can happen, that we can all grow and live and be peaceful and be one. So that is the great thing that's coming out of it. This will not be a racist generation coming up. This will be a multicultural generation who will understand that we are all equal. You know, so if we had to go through all of this to change it for the next generation above and beyond, then sometimes that's just what you got to do, baby. That's a part of serving while being served we are growing and learning so that someone will not have to go through what we went through you know so it, it's just a, it's, it's an eye-opener 
it's definitely an eye opener. I will. The worst part for me was when I couldn't get my hair and my nails done. You know, that was hard. That was hard. Like, I, I, you know, it sounds superficial. And, you know, I don't really care because, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, spiritual first and then, you know, a bad bitch second. So, you know, <laughs> it didn't matter to me. I needed my hair done. Okay. I did. I was not prepared. You know, I had a lace wig on when I came back, had to take that off. You know, it was just, it was, it was definitely a doozy. It was definitely, and I, and I, I realized how much I absolutely hated strip lashes. Like I hated them. I was like, oh my God. And I used to rock them, baby. I used to be stripped out through two, three. I was like, I just want my lashes done. That's all. But you know, great things came out of it. I grew so much and I gained more family and I'm very big on family and love. And, um, I just, I needed that time away to prepare me for the transition and where God is getting ready to take me. So just like you did. So just know that there are new blessings and new gifts and new growth on the horizon for us all. And I'm so happy that you came and listened to me. I miss you so much. I truly did. Um, so just a little couple of little updates. Do, 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 do. That's our update music. We um well we well I um serve couture team. We are launching our luxury fur line on uh November 20th. That is this upcoming Friday. Hoping this um first episode will be posted Thursday. Today, yes, Thursday. So um Friday. Um, it will be launching on our site, S-E-R-V-C-O-U-T-U-R-E, com. It will be launching, and we um, are super excited about that. We are currently also rebranding, um, like I said, our clothing. So, um, you know, go to the site, pick some pieces up. You know, we are changing and growing every day. We are a small business, but we're doing our thing. Um, but... I'm just I'm just ecstatic that I'm even given the opportunity to grow and to learn. And I'm trying to um, look at this experience a little bit more like growing and learning and, and enjoy it. You know, because people who make it to a certain level always say, I wish I would have enjoyed the grind, the gristle, you know, the ups and the downs of building this business. Like I didn't enjoy it. And a lot of times I don't enjoy it. I don't. So I, I'm telling myself now I need to enjoy it because it's going to be a part of my testimony. And I will tell you this, enjoy every up and down, every backwards and forwards of your life, because truly you are building a testimony, no matter who you tell it to a small number of 10 or a large number of a thousand or maybe even a million somebody is gonna listen to that and rock with you and be like you did that sis you did that bro mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they are so i just i just want you guys to look at it like that but i miss you so much i'm trying to you know keep my weight down not eat as much but um you know make sure that you guys are following me on instagram and make sure that you do you please comment um below and 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 you know tell me some welcome backs and give me some topics and some things that you would like to hear but we will be continuing season and season season and season two um and i will go back to and work very hard to drop a new episode every week like i was before so i miss you guys i really do and enjoy every bit of all of the hard stops that may be in front of you because they are going to lead to beautiful 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 blessings all right, I love you, love you, and um, I look forward to talking to you guys soon, and bye.